This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 28, Creating Connection. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the show. I'm always so grateful to be in your listening ears for this time. I know you have many choices, and I don't take it lightly that you're choosing me to help you in your life, so thank you. Before we get started in talking about creating connection, which I am so excited to share with you all of my tips about this, just want to give a quick shout out to everyone leaving a review for the show. I so appreciate you, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you are listening on another player, I encourage you to go to my Facebook page. You can just find me over on Facebook under Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, Preston, and leave a review there. I would be so grateful. Now, another thing I want to mention really quickly is you may not have heard our fancy outro yet, but if you have, you know that I have a free community. And in that free community, we talk even more about these podcast episodes. You can ask me questions directly in a DM. You can pose something to the group to answer questions. Um, You can get just things I share in that group. And it's not on Facebook. We've actually gone to another app. And so you get the ultimate privacy. And if you're not on Facebook, like many of my clients and listeners are, you can just download that app. So you'll just go to Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash community to get that link to sign up and get that app and jump in there and start asking questions and participating. You can also share things like your wins in there. We'd love to celebrate you. And it's very rare to find a space where you can be celebrated and in such a way of sharing positive things in your life, as well as sharing your struggles. So I'd love to have you. Okay, let's talk about today's topic, creating connection. Now, this episode's going live in the very beginning few days of February 2020. And for me, I'm always thinking about love this month just because of Valentine's Day. And I'm actually somebody who loves Valentine's Day. And it doesn't matter if I have a romantic partner or not. I love it because I think about okay, how can I cultivate more love in myself and in my life, regardless of what relationships I have? Luckily now I'm happily married and so I'm focusing on that way. But if you're single right now, you can always find ways to create connection in your life with yourself and with other loved ones. And so today the tips I'm going to give you are going to allow you to apply them in all areas of your life. Like I said, yourself, other relationships, be it friends, work relationships, family, 
you know, nieces, nephews, whatever. And then, of course, if you are with somebody as well. Now, I must admit that I've mentioned on other episodes, I'm doing some relationship coaching right now with my husband, and it has opened so much awareness for me of ways I can continue to grow in how I love him and love myself that I was not aware of before, and it's kicked my butt in a lot of ways. There was a part of me that said, you know, aren't you more evolved than this? Um, How is this so eye-opening to you? And I've had to really, of course, work on diminishing that negative voice. And it just reminds me we're all growing all the time and we're always building new awareness and new ways to help ourselves and help others. Um, And so today, it's a little bit awkward for me, I must admit, because I feel like there are ways that I can grow in this area of my life of creating connection because now I see how I'm hindering myself. But I've had to put it in the perspective of this is something that I'm really good at as well. I talk about an assessment called the Clifton Strengths, formerly known as a Strengths Finder, often here on the show. And connectedness is my number one strength. And so connectedness is basically saying, like, I am really good at seeing connection and creating connection. And um, so... I've had to tell myself, okay, yes, you have room to grow, Lindsay, um, but you're also very, very good at this. And it's so funny because I really contemplated recording this episode for those or for a few days um, because, you know, like I said, that negative voice was kind of beating me up about, well, who are you to teach something like this? And then I went to a birthday party for my daughter and I ended up getting a conversation with one of the moms there that I hadn't really talked to that much. And she shared with me just some things that um, her family had gone through. And um, it was almost like we had created this bubble, in essence, during that really loud and crazy birthday party at a skating rink where it was just me and her, and I was listening to her story, and I was holding space for her, and I'll tell you what holding space means here in a bit, and listening to her and showing empathy for her and connection. And it really was kind of a magical moment. And so I left that moment and I thought, see, this is why I can do an episode like this one because I am really good at this. And yes, I'm bragging about that because not only is it something I'm naturally good at, but it's something I have really learned how to get even better at. And as I said, I'm continuing to get better at. So wherever you are in your connection journey, hopefully today's tips will help you take it to the next level. So let's get started. I have a lot I want to cover with you. And the very first thing I have to say here is it's very important that no matter what relationship or relationships you're wanting to create and cultivate connection in, that you have safety and trust in that relationship. And safety and trust is something that is really in the eye of the beholder, right? So for example, there is a little girl at my daughter's school who is having some trouble connecting with her peers. And part of that is she's gone through some really hard things. And so she doesn't trust as easily as maybe other kids do. And so for her, when she's seeing like my daughter and my daughter's group of friends, she doesn't feel safety and security and doesn't feel like there's trust there because of her past pain. When the reality is, is 
most of the, if not all of those kids are safe people. They're people that they that she can trust, but because of how she's been hurt in the past, her perspective is, I don't know if I can trust these people, right? So keep that in mind is that sometimes the the truth is that is not a safe person to share things with. And sometimes it may just be your past crap that you haven't dealt with that's causing that in the future. Like I'm sure we've all met people that we've dated who they're just really jealous and maybe a little possessive. And the reality is you're not that kind of person for them to be jealous, possessive with, but because of past pains, they're like that. Make sense? Hope so. So that is just the basic level of what you're needing in a relationship for you to create connection. This goes back to Maslow's triangle, which is a big psychological theory out there that we have to meet certain needs in the bottom half of that triangle, like getting food and water and having safety and security before we can create things like love and belonging. Now, of course, that's just a theory out there. You're going to hear on a future podcast episode with one of my guests who doesn't really believe in the Maslow's Triangle, and she talks about that, so look forward to that. But I'm a big believer in it. I think it's something I've seen time and time again with myself and with my clients. And granted, that's not some sort of psychological study, but in my perspective, I see that unless you have that safety and security with somebody, it's just going to be really hard to create love and belonging. And I saw this in my former marriage. I kept trying to really connect with him and grow our love and our marriage. You know, I say marriage, quote, unquote, because that was a common law marriage. But yeah, it was just very, very hard to create that because I always felt there's something off in this relationship. I can't fully trust him. And that wasn't necessarily because of past pain that was coming into that relationship. It was my intuition screaming at me oh my gosh, he's not a trustworthy person. And if you've heard that story, you know he was living a double life with another woman and all that jazz. So yeah, so keep that in mind, okay? So if you don't have safety and security in that relationship, either look at yourself and say, what do I need to clean up? Because there's nothing logically here saying I can't trust this person or start to dig deeper and say, what is it about this person that I can't trust at a deeper level? And they may have hurt you in the past. They may have done things to you. And that kind of shows you maybe they don't need to be somebody who goes in deeper with you. I heard a podcast once, and I think it was from Dr. Lisa Bobby, who I did some um, premarital coaching with with my husband way back in the day. But she kind of gave the analogy of relationships are like a house. And some relationships we keep on the front porch, and some relationships we allow them to come into our kitchen. Some relationships we take to the bedroom. And so you have to decide for yourself where certain people are in your house and where you're going to take them. And so her th- big thing was, you know, the obviously the only relationship we're taking into the bedroom is our partner. And, you know, maybe with very close friends, they're in our kitchen or living room, whatever. And then certain people we keep on the front porch or some people we tell them not to get on our property, right? So for you, you need to decide, is this as far as I can take this person? I know in my life, there have been times when I've really wanted to grow a relationship and get closer to that person. There were many friendships like this, even adult friendships. So I was like, oh my gosh, I love her so much. I want her to be one of my best friends and we would do things together and I just love spending time with her. And then there were just behaviors that that person did that just kept showing me that she couldn't handle to be in my living room. And she needed to be somebody who was out on my front porch because it wasn't a safe relationship for certain reasons, be it trust or 
her own emotional instability and uh, various other things. So keep that in mind, okay? Just something to think about. There is a really great book out there if you're really questioning about people, if they're safe or not, because a lot of times when we grow up in environments and our parents weren't safe, we don't even know what safe people are. And so we recreate that in our relationships because we're just used to that. I'm raising my hand here because that was me. And so that book, and I think it's by Townsend and Cloud, um, I that book really helped me start to understand, okay, these are safe kind of relationships and these are ones that are toxic. So just something to think about, okay? Now, if you are in a relationship with somebody and you feel safe and secure with that person, you feel like you can trust them, then let's talk about how to create more connection with them. The first thing is it's really important for you to know yourself and love yourself deeply. There's a quote out there, and I don't know who says it, but it's something along the lines of, You can only show love to people the way that you show love to yourself because that's the depth that you have taken love. And I completely believe in this because when I didn't love myself as much, I couldn't show that to somebody else. But when I started coaching as a client and I started taking things like self-care and learning who I was and healing my past pain and um, learning about that negative inner voice and how to separate that out and manage that so it doesn't spew out on other people, but instead show up in a way that feels authentic and good to me without being a people pleaser. But then I was able to show love in such a deeper way. And so I really encourage you, if you are somebody who just feels like you're hitting a wall constantly with connection and you know you have room to grow with your confidence or self-love, whatever you want to call it, then look at coaching with me. I would love to coach you on this. This is what I do all day long is help women understand themselves and love themselves and be able to then, in essence, give that to their relationships around them. So if you're interested in starting to coach with me, you already know, hey, I need to tap out of this episode and maybe go in that different direction go take my free coaching assessment. It takes just a few minutes and then you know, are we a good fit to start to work together? And if we are, you'll gain access to my calendar to book a free 45-minute discovery call with me so we can talk even more about your life and where you want to grow. So that link is lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-E-Preston.com forward slash assessment to go take that. Again, just a few minutes and then you'll know. Okay, so we've kind of done a little check system here, right? We've got the safety and security. If you feel like you have that, you feel like, hey, I'm pretty confident myself. I love myself. I know who I am. I feel like I'm showing up as my best self, but for whatever reason, I'm not getting that in return. Then it really is just some things to learn about how to create more connection. And I will say, you can start to implement these tools now too, even if you don't have things like safety and security and loving yourself, you'll see benefits from it. Will you see maximum benefit from it? No, you will not. But you'll see little wins here and there and you'll start to see these tools, how they can help you grow even more when you do have safety and security and love for yourself, okay? So the first tool I wanna tell you about is listening. And you may say, oh, yes, Lindsay, I knew you were going to say something like this. Like, you know, there's so many Bible verses about this. My daughter did one last week because she goes to a Christian school. It was something like, be quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to anger. 
something like that. I'm not a Bible expert, so I'm sorry for all you out there who are like screaming at the <laughs> the car or your phone or whatever. That's this first. But it was along those lines. And that was something we learned very much in coach training when I became a life coach of the importance of listening, of course, but also the importance of listening on a deep level. And we were taught different levels of listening. So level one was along the lines of just like, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I hear you. Okay. And I'm in the middle of something else and I'm not really thinking about what you're telling me. Level two is you're listening to what they're saying, but you're really in your own head and you're kind of thinking about your own things or you're thinking how you're going to respond to that person, which is something very common for a lot of people. They're just thinking how to respond without even listening. And then level three is you have cleared out your mind. You have no kind of mental clutter going on and you are listening so deeply and so intently. You have, in essence, almost created like this bubble for that person. I kind of shared about it earlier at that birthday party with that mom. And you are listening to what they're saying. You're noticing influxes and the way they're saying things. And you have nothing of of your own mind drama or whatever involved in that conversation. And it's so funny because if I go and I talk to another coach, be it just maybe a friend to a friend, um, and I can get this with therapist friends sometimes too, they are such amazing listeners. Amazing. And then I go into the quote unquote real world and I'm talking to people and it's so weird to me when I feel like they're not listening. I even catch this with my husband and my daughter all the time. I'll, you know, say something and then a few minutes later, they'll be like, huh, what? What did you say? Or I'll ask them later something like, oh, you never told me that. And I'm like, yeah, I did. You weren't really listening to me. Um, And it's especially hard when you're trying to open up and be emotional with somebody about something maybe that's hard and you can tell they're not really listening. Oh, that's like a knife in my heart. It's just like, well, I just, then I feel like they're not safe and I kind of close down and I have to do some mental work to kind of not want to just back away from the situation. Um, And so I feel bad for that person that's listening to me because I'm thinking, oh, I want to create such a connection with you, but you don't know how to listen in a really deep way to give me that. And that's blocking our connection with one another. Whereas a lot of people tell me all the time, oh my gosh, I've never told anybody this, or I can't believe I'm opening up to you. I barely know you, or I just love the way you make me feel when I'm around you. And that really goes back to, because I know how to listen on a very deep level. And I wish this was a skill that was taught in schools of how people can listen to one another because it would provide so much healing and so much connection. And I'm a big believer that connection creates healing. And it would be such a benefit to our future generations for them to give this to one another. I mean, think about in your marriage or, you know, your intimate partnership with somebody to be able to listen to them deeply and see them on a deep level, to see their soul in essence or their authentic self or whatever you want to call it is an incredible experience. I get to experience it with my clients and I got to experience it with just random people. Like I said, that mom at the birthday party of seeing a deeper level of her that she hadn't shown many people. And that is just so fulfilling for not only them, but for you as a receiver of that. Oh my goodness. It just, it just feels so good. You feel like you're 
doing something good in the world and you have a bigger purpose that you're helping and oh I can't even I w- it's one of those things that I I wish I could just give you a pill and you could fill because it feels so good so start to look up ways that you can listen on a deeper level I won't go into details here you can just google it if you really want more training on that um just go look up like levels of listening and see what pops up. And I will say, you know, you can sit there and intellectualize this all day long and look up the different levels of listening, but it takes practice. And that's why when we were in coach training, you know, we had to practice coach on other people time and time and time and time again, and then have practice clients and then build our practices slowly because it's a skill that's learned to be able to listen in that way. And on that note, another skill I learned in coach training that allows me to create a lot of connection with people is asking questions. So when you are listening on that deep level, you're not thinking about yourself or your own mental drama. You're just thinking about that person and really treating that person like they are the most inspiring and interesting person in the world when you're talking to them. Because really they are. You know, I think about that every time I'm on a coaching session is this next hour, this person is my only priority. And that's the only thing I'm thinking about for that person. And I tell myself they are the most interesting person in the world. And truly, I really do feel that way. It's not inauthentic because I wouldn't take on clients who I feel like I can't treat that way. But when you're creating that and giving that to somebody, it's just very easy to listen on a deeper level. Um, I always joke that uh, somebody could easily kill me. When I'm coaching, because I have, usually have headphones on and I'm so intently listening that someone could easily come up behind me and do horrible things. Um, but that's kind of what happens, you know, when you're in your own world in that way of listening to somebody. Now, I was going to say that when you are listening on that deep level, you are naturally curious too. And you want to know more about that person and you want to know, you know, what they're thinking and how they're feeling. And so from there, you ask questions that start with a what or a how. And so you're saying, wow, what was the hardest part of that? How did that make you feel? What are you going to do next? How can I help you? Things of that sort it is going to, again, create so much connection with that person because not only have they felt like they were seen and heard from the way that you were listening, but that you were asking them questions from that what or how start, it doesn't put them on a defense. So when you ask a why question, like, why did you do that? Why do you feel that way? It puts somebody in a, in a position of, oh my gosh, there's something wrong with this. And so always start with those what or how questions and let them explain to you what they need. Um, I think a lot of times, too, we're in this way of being where we always want to fix people's problems for them, or yes, for them. And so we are showing up and we are giving advice a lot, and we are uncomfortable with their discomfort, and so we want to fix that problem in ourselves. And men are really, really bad at this um, because they, you know, feelings for most men feel uncomfortable. Um, So it's just really important that we're just listening because a big belief that I have, and I learned this again from coach training, is people know where to go in their lives and people know the answers for themselves. Yes, we give them tools. Yes, we may give them a little consulting here and there on how to use those tools and that sort. And maybe we throw in some life principles that they could incorporate. But at the end of the day, they know who they are, they know where to go, and they know how to get there. 
and they may just use your tools along the way to get them there. So giving advice is beneficial in some ways, yes, but I really want to encourage you to just ask questions. Again, what are how questions? And I remember when I first started coaching, I had a list of questions that I put on a Word doc that were started with what or how, um, most of them at least. And I would have those out when I started coaching. And so when they were talking, then I would look at my list of questions and say, oh, well, what makes you feel that way, <laughs> right? And then it just became very natural after a few sessions to do that. And so you may be somebody who needs to do that. There are many things you could Google out there, I'm sure, to find what or how questions, li- different documents out there. I just happened to make my own. Um, and so again, ask those questions. Treat them like the most interesting person in the world. Don't feel like you need to solve their problems. But again, just listen to them and show them that you care. Oh my gosh, it's going to make them feel incredible. I'm telling you, take my word on this. They will just think that you're almost like this little angel that has come down and provided that space for them. And then the last thing I want to say here on this episode about creating connection is it's really important that you end whatever connection moment you've had with somebody and kind of wrap it up in a bow. And I believe this is something that's really important because I don't know about you, but I've had moments where I will feel connection with somebody and maybe I tell them something that's vulnerable and then it kind of ends and it's a little awkward and I feel Because when you share something vulnerable, it's always like you're exposing yourself in a way, right? Like you've taken off your shirt or something. Um, But then when it ends in an awkward way, it will start maybe some mind drama in my head. And of course, I know that's on me. But I really just want to tell you that when you're ending connection with somebody, end it in a way where it feels complete and it feels like you're safe. So a way that you can do this is just ending with a hug and saying, I'm so glad that you shared that with me. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Um, Other ways you can say, you know, did this help you today for you to be able to talk to me? Uh, When I'm in a coaching session, the question I tend to ask is, you know, what are you walking away with from today? What are your ahas? What are your takeaways? Now, granted, in other relationships, you may not do that, but I'm always ending on that. Um, And I'm always ending, especially coaching calls with the very last few things I'm saying is something positive toward them of something along the lines of you got this, you can do this, reach out if you need anything, I'm here to help you. And truly meaning that don't just be doing lip service, don't be people pleasing them. And again, that's why you need to work on your own crap too, to create an amazing connection and make sure you're showing up in a certain way and it's not your own mind drama, but truly meaning that to them, it feels incredible. I have mentioned earlier that my husband and I are going through this coaching as a couple, and I've realized with him, something that's been missing between us is him doing these sorts of things for me that I'm sharing in this podcast of listening to me deeply, asking questions, and just being somebody who I can kind of vent to sometimes versus just always turning to my journal or turning to my own life coach. Instead, 
relying on him, but I didn't really know that those were just the little things that I needed. And him being a man and a man who really likes to solve problems and create systems, many times he'll just go straight to, well, you know, do this to change it or do that to change it. And I've told him, hey, I just need you to listen. I just need you to maybe ask me a few questions to get more awareness. And then I would love it if at the end of it, you just gave me a hug and you held me for a little bit Um, because that was something I didn't have growing up either. It makes me want to cry just thinking about it. It's just so um, important to people. You know, we have gotten in this society where we're on the move all the time. We're on our freaking devices. We're go, 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 right? At least that's how I feel. Um, And when we can just slow down and be with one human being that's in front of us, and have a moment with them of connection, mm, it is beautiful and it is amazing. And it's missing in our world. And I just really want to encourage you that if you're feeling lonely or if you're feeling like you're not heard or not seen, um, and just start trying to give that to somebody else and do those things like listen and ask questions and um, end it with a really great way. I mean, I'm telling you, it will make such a difference. It'll seem like you're doing so little because I know many people who listen to this podcast, they are kind of like super women and they're doing and going and trying to be so many things and achieve so many things. Um, but it's just slow down and create this for people. Not only are that person going to feel good, but you're going to feel really good in the process as well to be able to do this for somebody. And I will say it's a learned skill and it's hard and it really takes you working on your own crap and making sure that you clear out all your mental clutter. You know, this is something that many of my clients walk away with after working with me through my three coursing or my three coaching processes. I don't know why I can't talk, but the first one is Life Lovers. Second one is Become an Unstoppable Woman, which is the course version of this podcast, and then Become Authentically Awesome. So we work together those seven months. And then when they leave, they just have this calm about them most times. They have this presence, this way of being, and they're able to go out and create that connection. And one of the biggest reasons why is because we've worked on their mind drama, of course, that's a big one. But two, I have shown them how to create connection with somebody. I have been a safe person for them. I have been somebody who has shown them unconditional love, which many people have not experienced in their lives ever. I did not experience that until I had my own coach. And she taught me how to go out and create that along with obviously becoming a certified coach. But you can do that. And I'm telling you, That is what is missing from a lot of people's lives. It's not necessarily, oh, I want to go create all these things or do all these things because, yes, those things are important. It is that they're not feeling seen and heard. They're not feeling like they are able to connect in an authentic way with another human being and they feel lonely. So little pep talk for you there, my friend. Hopefully you're walking away with some good ahas from today. I felt like this episode was a little bit... (laughs) here and there all over the place, but one that I hope has sparked something in you to start to make a change, be it learning how to listen, working on yourself, reading that um, safe people book, whatever it is. So thank you for joining me today on this episode. I so appreciate you as always, and I look forward to connecting with you next time. Bye. 
Thank you for joining me on this episode of Become an Unstoppable Woman. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you get new episodes every Monday. And I'd love it if you left a review for the show too, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you want even more from the show, come join the conversation online in my community. Each week we break down the episode and you have a private space to ask your questions. To join, go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-E, Preston.com forward slash community. And if you feel like you're really ready to change your life, let's work together in my coaching programs. I have a free assessment that's the first step to seeing if we're a good fit. Just go to lindsayepreston.com forward slash assessment to take it now. Thanks again for tuning into the show today. I'm so grateful you're here and I'll see you next time. But until we meet again, remember my friend, you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.